TNE Network. Sunrises whenever oh, we need yeah. to. Yeah, we'll have OJ will find its way through eventually. Problem is, if I don't have OJ, I'll still make like fucking uh, just tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'll use the grenadine and make fucking dirty Roy Roy Royers. <laughs> yeah, I think I had one too many dirty Roy Royers. Too many Roy Royers. Yeah, the, the dirty. Here we have sugar. We gotta we gotta go. We gotta go back to the old corral. <laughs> uh, that's that's my grandpa right there would always order me the, the Roy Rogers because we he'd be drinking real shit and yeah, Roy Rogers for the kid. Yeah. You know, I was a Shirley Temple's kind of kid, mm-hmm. my friend. Same thing, but just seven up. Do you think that and candy cigarettes are responsible for what we do on our pastime? I don't know. <laughs> is is four too young for crafted cocktails? This is this is trigger. I'm gonna I'm gonna last I'm gonna lasso my boots right to your stirrups, <laughs> baby, and you just gotta go home. That's right. That's how we got home. I was, trigger knew the way. Trigger, I uh, love you. I love you, buddy. I'm sorry I got puke in your mane <laughs> <laughs> again. <laughs> Uh, it's rough it's rough it's real fucking rough on the plains i mean your family was just talking about going on the seattle underground tour that's man that's rough that's all rough (laughs) what was the term seamstresses a lot of seamstresses (laughs) around at that time so when when hill says uh to your daughters and and cousins and stuff um but we know they weren't seamstresses don't we but like, do they know what they were, uh, or yeah. they just know that it had something to do with nasty business? Chris, I got some pretty savvy kids. They do seem savvy. They seem they're unfazed. Hip. They're hip. <laughs> they're happening. Dude, they seem hip. Margot's wearing Madonna half finger gloves. There's, there's fashion happening. There's fashion choices being made right now. I think it's a good call. It is. It's we fun. May, okay, we may finding our uh, individuality. You know what I mean? Yeah, we may have to. Uh, Margot may and I may have to re up a bad dad. Ooh, you're gonna have to. I, I've been working on her. She's like too cool right now because she's wearing Madonna gloves. Yeah, but, I understand. That's but, what we're gonna talk about because so did I, and we played in a band <laughs> while I was doing shit like that. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you tell her her dad wore uh, fishnets and combat boots. <laughs> hey, cheers to that. <laughs> cheers to us. Cheers to your family. <laughs> How you doing, Jared? I'm um, good, man. I wish I was wearing some fishnets right now because it's gonna be hot as a mug in here tonight. <laughs> That's so, a, a real sign of success when just, you can wear fishnets in your own studio and not feel weird. <laughs> Drinking tequila sunrises. Yeah, why not? Dirty Roy Rogers Roy and a pair of fishnets. We don't they have any. Keep, keep, my, keep from chafing. You don't know what you are? You didn't listen, Trigger. So. So, it's good to be back. We haven't done this in a minute. Fuck yeah. Not since the doors. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling yeah. good. You feeling good? I'm feeling I mean, good. Other than we're our gonna bodies, be, uh, you know? we're, yeah, we're old and, and uh, sore everywhere. Mm-hmm. Hurts everywhere all the time. Yeah. 
Here's an album title for you. (laughs) That's actually the Colts' 11th studio album. (laughs) They did 10 studio albums. Yeah, good good bite. The Cult, that's what we're doing today, The Cult. Because what we do, Chris, is we do second albums by, you know, musical icons. What kind of shit is this, man? Hold up. Wait a second. And every once in a while, some non-icons show up. But that's not the case today. Yeah. Cult icons. I I mean, being men of a certain age as we are, Mm -hmm. these guys were... These guys were ubiquitous for a minute. They had that one summer that was just, it was the cult all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They were killing it. Apparently, they did even better in Europe. They so. did. Well, they're, they're British. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know if all of them are. I think they all are. I got to tell At you. At this point, yes. I'm, I'm looking down the, the, down the members, and, um, you know, we got uh, Ian. What is it? Ian Astabury. Um, he's singing. We got uh, what, Billy Duffy playing guitar. Yeah. That sounds British. Uh, yeah, he is British. Oh, Billy Duffy. Sounds Irish. Owner Six, it does a little bit. Um, get fucked. Get fucked, Ian. <laughs> um, and then playing bass on this one, we got Jamie Stewart. Yes. And then Mark Brzezicki. Oh, I know. I tried to say that one too. Brzezicki. Brzezicki. I think that's it. Yeah. He's playing drums on this, but. Some of it. Some, it's some of it. Somebody else on the next album, somebody else on the, the next album after that. is most definitely British. His name is Nigel Preston. <laughs> Nigel? He plays on three, he plays on Sanctuary. She sells Sanctuary. She sells, she sells, I'm on the Sanctuary. Uh, you know, number 13 and The Snake. So he plays on those okay. three. So I mean, she sells Sanctuary. Good job, yeah. Nigel. Yeah. You've done good. And I mean, that's stepping on the lead a little bit, right? Yeah, but that is, that's, a, that's kind a, of the jam on this one. Is the banger. We are going to hear from the Sultanas as well on this, which is their backup singers. They had a name, the Soul, S O U L, Tanas, the Sultanas. <laughs> the Soul Suckers. It was Mae McKenna. Oh, nice. Lorenza Johnson. Yeah. And you folded my shit. And Jackie Chalinor. Well, shit, man, that's everybody involved for the most part with the making of this second album. Yeah, you know is... what? There was somebody playing, they had a fair, they had somebody credited as playing the Fairlight, and I ran out of room on my sheet yeah. of paper to yeah, write it down. Yeah, what was that? Fairlight was like, it, it was this crazy <laughs> machine, and and, you, and I hear- uh, <laughs> Runs off of sadness. <laughs> runs off of cocaine and sadness. <laughs> no, you hear uh, Guy Pratt and uh, Gary Kemp talk about the Fairlights a lot, uh, the, the guy from uh, Spando. Isn't isn't that like the dead lights? It's the the fair lights. It's the, yeah. everybody floats down here. Yeah, this is floats. getting creepy, and they're called the cult. This is, automatically you're kind of calling creepy. This was like what the is this proto thing? pro tools, or not even really, but it was like computer sequencing. It was a sequencer sampler, and it's all over any record from the '80s and any studio that was worth a shit had a fair light. Okay, in the building. So, do you uh, you think you can call it out on this one when no. we hear the well, fair I mean, light? I'm keeping your out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, shit. I don't, I don't if I find myself going, oh, that's the Fairlight in these songs, and yeah. I know these. I mean, these, this record, they must. Excuse me. I mean, they were MTV at this point. Yeah. I was, I was scoping them by this yeah. point. They had a cool look. I wasn't sure if I should like them uh, because <laughs> of the name. You know, oh, right. I'm, I'm 11 years old, and. Uh, yeah, MTV I I think did them a bunch of a bunch of good in the states because like you said they started out huge. Yeah. They're not a very old band by the time they're recording this album either. No. You know. But their sound is is something a little different. They're like a bridge, they're like one of those bridge bands. They're like the bridge between like the kind of post and post-punk and goth yeah. into like quasi 
Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say metal, but Billy Duffy likes David Gilmore, I, and I can prove it later. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wasn't yeah, wearing yeah. the t-shirt that says Pink Floyd sucks <laughs> like Johnny Rotten. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're kind of got a, f- they walk in both worlds. Yeah, I think so. Where do where do you think uh, what other bands can this lead to? You think uh, like Catherine Wheel or, or which I'm not really familiar with British. in the way I'm not really familiar with these guys except for I started realizing I knew more than I thought with some of their tracks. Oh, yeah. And you and know. they uh oh, I was talking about their look. I mean, Ian he, he he's like a British Native American. They're like a oh like, yeah. like a like a like a, a grittier adamant. Right. And and uh the reason I'm chuckling for that is because on their their fifth album's called Ceremony. Yeah, yeah. And he does have some Native American in him. I think. I think he thinks. I hope so. I I hope so too. I think he truly thinks so, and truly maybe does. Yeah. But they got in trouble for their album cover, yeah. and it's uh it's, it's of a child, a, right? It's a child, Native American boy. And there's a lawsuit against Ian for $60 million for Oops. not being allowed to use that photo, whether he really was allowed or not. But there's some, he started rubbing some of the wrong yeah, feathers, rubbed the feathers the wrong way. Yep. You can do that. Yeah. It can happen. It can happen. It can it's happen. happening. It happened to him. I, I don't know how it, how it panned out though. He gets compared to Jim Morrison sometimes and I don't fully appreciate that or get it. Aside from the fact that they had the same pants. I get it in a way that, um, yeah, yes, <laughs> um, in in uh, how he ends vocal lines. Okay, uh, on a lot of times he's on got like a the down and on he the can, flat. He can or so. bellow. He can bellow, and then do you know about the Doors reunion? Yeah, and he he sat in or stood in, started playing shows. Yeah, and for it, and but John Densmore wasn't part of it. Right. Um, John Densmore actually had a problem with it because the advertisements were the doors 2021 20, 20, or what you know yeah. whatever year it was um, okay. and uh, did he think everybody thought Jim was still alive no but they <laughs> the doors had an agreement that uh, all four members got to agree for you know uh, when they were going to use come on baby light my fire for yeah. the car commercial which actually never happened they tried to use it and they put the kibosh on the it. documentary was wrong it was slightly wrong oh, that man. documentary missed they it on that one trust. account the can't commercial didn't come out i don't think um and so uh so a uh, stuart copeland is now the was the drummer then, <laughs> oops yeah <laughs> and then oh shit he gets he gets let go he ends up uh, filing a lawsuit against oh, no. the doors basically oh, for no. uh, unlawful or whatever. Termination. They said he broke his arm in a bicycle accident and he said, no, I didn't. <laughs> 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 and so it was a shit show, but I he guess. was singing for a bit. They, they started out with a number of different people singing a number of different yeah. tunes. And then it started funneling Dwindled down to, to Ian and we're going to do a Ian tour. Want the job. I think, yeah, he, I think I he was think open he, to it. Yeah. 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 1985, October 18th, 1985. Yeah, yeah. Great time to be alive. That's good. And recorded uh, July and August of that year. So this is a this is a faster, oh, quicker. And the and the producer Steve Brown, right? Yeah, you know that guy. Yeah, he produced like the Wham albums, ABC, and like uh, all the solo Freddie Mercury records, like Ooh, okay, uh, Manic Street Preachers, like legend. No Wikipedia page. Wow. Like his name's not even Blue. Mm crazy yeah, and yeah. he's no longer with us so cheers here's the steve brown nice job um this thing's also uh what recorded in surrey 
in uh, in Great Britain. I don't know where Surrey is. It's, 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 I know where Surrey, BC is. Yeah. As surly. Oh, no, wait, that was, it was recorded in a surly manner. Uh, Beggar's, Beggar's Banquet is the, uh, is the label for this. Oh, yeah, this. and they're like the cool guy label at this point. Used to be, like, it was a bunch of record stores that uh, kind of joined to, um, to form a label. That's uh, Gene Loves Jezebel was on there. Yes, um, yeah. I was also around this same time, maybe a couple uh, years later, uh, I was really feeling those guys, too. With that's that, funny. That. <laughs> what was their song? Don't know what color your eyes are, baby, but that one. Yeah, I'm I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> so good. alive. Yeah, well, I'm gonna well, roll it, into that one one of these times. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's. We should get into this album here in a second, but uh, um, Beggar's Banquet was uh, also had Gary Newman for, and Two Boy Army, oh. and the success of Gary Newman, who we covered on yeah. second albums. Um, basically, the success of his shit floated them for a while so they could <laughs> so they, get into some more bands they got and stuff Gary like to that. thank for the cult having a budget for this album don't we all have uh, uh, Gary we to should thank. all just thank Gary Newman say thank you and, Gilbert yes yes yeah absolutely well let's play the first song fuck yeah called Nirvana play any minute now The little slow zoom they did on Ian as he's, he's like, oh, yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I felt a little Morrison kind of approach there for a second. Yeah, with the hey, hey oh. <laughs> <laughs> lyrics coming. The better lyrics though. <laughs> I get Ian's a better poet. He is. I will say that. Yeah, there. I did. <laughs> there, I said it. And Billy, that's man, brave of you, but nice work. Billy likes to do a lot of those. Uh, Octave swing. Yes. I, I love that. I, I might steal that from time to time. I'm just saying. What just started hitting me with his guitar playing is it's actually a, a little bit of REM in there. It's, I think it's the it's the it's like reverb. It's the reverb slightly reverb is, clean, but you know Yeah, he's got he doesn't got like a nasty tone a lot. Like even when he's when he puts a little crunch on it, it's still just like immaculate. Yeah. His yeah. guitars are immaculate and they're cavernous. I, yeah, and I'm I, not a fan at all. <laughs> Do you not like him? I fucking love Billy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you got me. You're you gonna, got me. <laughs> you're gonna catch me slobbering on Billy oh, all night. Good, because the guitars are super strong on here. I can't fanboy over the drumming. It's totally capable, and yeah. it it works for the song. But you know, the rhythm section is serviceable. Yes, it's it's an Ian Billy show. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is. But there's there's some spots to shine and we'll point them out when the rhythm section gets funky yeah I mean this is a jam this is a disco beat that he's playing yeah, 100% over like this is Dave Grohl talks about stealing disco beats for all of his heavy stuff I think oh, he's yeah. I think he also has a little cult in him too oh yeah yeah I mean the, the influence is vast I think among certain kind of guitar players there's a darkness song that sounds completely like a cult song. It's called Open Fire. Oh, and it's, yeah. It, it, ooh. Maybe. 
proper bridges. Yeah, hold up. Fun change. Yeah, the bass player is just kind of doing eights, you know. Yeah, he's not doing the kind of walk and melodic stuff like the post punk guys are getting into. Uh, you know, it's going to differentiate it from like the Cure or something. But there's you could, the yeah. cousins and the, the, the guitar tones are. Let's see if we, what was his name? Jamie, Jesse. Which one? The, the bass player, Stewart, oh, Mr. Stewart, James Stewart, James. <laughs> well, well, I was just uh, taking the bass line oh, for a this walk. Is, hold on. Oh yeah. A mere two years later, this will become Dr. Feelgood. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you want to talk about influence? <laughs> yeah. Totally. The, Nikki Six was listening. For sure. That's the thing. This is their second album. It got a lot of attention. Yeah, they did good on this one. I mean, their next album, they would. They, these are the guys that took Guns N' Roses out as openers, like before it was cool. Like they, they really showed a lot of love to them, and, yeah. and they showed their love back by stealing their drummer. Yes, yes. <laughs> Matt Sorum. Matt was Sorum. Like, I see a rising star. I'm gonna hitch my wagon. And good on him. Yeah, good he on him. Made the right choice, I guess. You know. I remember that. I remember hearing that on MTV. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, the guy from the Cult. I didn't know he was. He was the guy with the headbands. Because that was his look in the cult, too. Yeah. He, had the, the, he got to keep his look intact, which is cool. It is. And if you got totally that kind of like blonde mop, yeah. like he's got, it's like the blonde version of your hair. Yeah. 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 Rock that, man. Yeah, Rock you that headband, dude. That's proper. Especially yeah. you playing the drums. It, it can't get in your face. What are you? He's the drunk guy from here. My Morning Jacket. You ever see that guy play? He's got hair down to his ass. Does not tie it up. Refuses. Mm-hmm. He just... I, it, it looks like a sheepdog. I, I, I tell you, it's a, it's it's fun to have a long hair when you're playing drums at a show. That's fun. That's get just straight. That's in, the most fun. Get it swinging in time. Yeah. It's just another. It, another it's part just going to happen intrinsically. That's the thing. You don't have to think about it. It'll get out of your way, and and then things disappear. But you kind of know where the drums are and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I learned from Steve Perkins. That motherfucker has <laughs> great hair when he was playing. Great mop. These guys are all just kind of like the raven-haired goth. Uh, <laughs> yes, totally. This is a lot of Ed Grell on Poe through this band. Yeah, they get the goth tag sometimes too, and and they earn it on certain songs for sure. I mean, yeah, you know, I think they kind of opened that up for Alice in Chains too, because this is a it's a rocking band, mm-hmm. and then they do some kind of breakdown, um, you know, simpler the, songs. I can see the love coming that way. I mean, but Jerry's of a certain age too. I bet he likes Billy Duffy as much as the next. Gen Xer. Yeah. You know? But as far as a how do you do, that's a good one. Like, you just put that yeah. record on in 1985. Okay. Yeah. you you It's going to sound sweet I in your like Trans Am. Like, <laughs> yeah, your Alpine. It is, too. Your Alpine way. deck. <laughs> that's a good opener. That's it. Right there is a jam with a catchy beat. I didn't you, hear any ready? Fairlight. I didn't hear any Fairlight. But yeah. then again. It's somewhere. It's if somewhere it's in there. it's good, you'll never catch it. <laughs> they say. <laughs> That's why they call it a fair light, not yeah. a fair heavy. Good doctors never leave a scar. <laughs> so, uh... Have you had work done? <laughs> you'll never know. You know when you I know internally. Know? Yes. <laughs> God, it was the big thing last week on the internet. is the AI uh, de-aging. Or, you know, they can age people up with AI and tell you what they'll look like old. Yeah. So they were taking people who were actually old... And then taking young photos of them and then testing the AI yeah. worked on everybody unless you had work done. 
Oh, sure. Dad, no, it does not compute. <laughs> you're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and little pictures of baby lizards show completely, up. Like, fucking... Completely out at everybody who had all the work. Listen, I like that you're saying you, d- you haven't had any work over there, but you're sitting with tortoise shell glasses right now. Stylish. It looks great. Jared, nice good. work. You look good. You feel good. <laughs> like big neon glitter. That's what I feel like right now. So let's do it. That clean guitar there, but it's carrying it. Okay, now I'm starting to know what you meant by the the REM comparison, because this is the exact same chord changes as Orange Crush. So it's been bothering me for months listening to this album. And I, I really did. I downloaded it a bit ago when we started thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're surprised. I, you can just jam to this album all day long. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I couldn't put my finger on it until just when we sat down and listened to Nirvana. Yeah. That's completely that intro they did, which I guess maybe could, could probably be the chorus, I guess. But this is like, it's, it's Orange Crush. And Highliner, yeah, yeah, totally. No, wait a minute. I'm not doing. That's not the right one. Yeah, it is. No, not the not Orange Crush. Not the Highliner. No, that's just a crush with eyeliner. Oh, crush. Oh, Orange Crush. Orange Crush. Yeah. Got my, I got my orange crush. crush. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got my orange crush. Don't follow me. Don't follow me. Yeah, it's all. Even the, the beat, but. It's got to be about actually about the same time as I, I don't know if we can call who's who's zooming who on this one. Well, did any uh, REM show up on the top tens? Oh, in '85. We'll go find out. Okay. Okay. All right. And, and the uh, rhythm section's doing something a little cooler on this one. Yeah, it's fun. Baseline was a little more bouncy and fun. I gotta tell you, sometimes you come out with the toms on the first cut and sometimes the first cuts a jam like they just did you got room to do a tom yeah, heavy tighten it up yeah you up. do some tom heavy shit on the second cut That's actually the cool. rhythm section is playing uh, <laughs> london's uh, london calling <laughs> in a swing beat <laughs> and they're playing a different song Glenn Danzig, is that yeah. what you just said? Yeah, completely. Yeah, you either make it your sound or it's a cop-out because you didn't have enough breath or, or whatnot. <laughs> like, I can kind of sing like that. Yeah, yeah. It's almost disinterested. <laughs> I heard some bullshit like they were tr- like this was a legit thing that they were trying to get Glenn Danzig to be Wolverine back in the day. I Yeah, I think Arthur told me that. I don't know. I don't know what I think about that, or if I believe that's true. I don't think it was really true, but I think that was a nice uh, association. Yeah, I mean he's short. 
yeah. stocky. It was easy. He's got a bad attitude. Do you know who I kind of thought would have been an awesome Wolverine? Bob Hoskins. Well, that was the other name that yeah. was being talked no, about. No, I'm pretty sure I came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my memory Bob works. Hoskins is, I, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't like that. I don't care for that. I think it could be like a Sk- Stacy Keach Batman. There, I said it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is... Uh, this go any further. Mother. <laughs> Big ending, boys. Rum pump. It's a good second track. Hell yeah. Big neon glitter. I can almost see it. Painting pictures. Yeah. In my mind. I'm going to say, I think the cult is probably ripe for the picking for this dinner table um, playlist we've talked about. Oh, yeah. The dinner party playlist. Yeah. I think the cult's going to be just fine on that. (laughs) because <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know anybody that, you know you are the cult <laughs> i don't know anybody that actively hates the cult that's what i was if f- they do i don't really want to know them. yeah i mean that's just an underlying problem manifesting as hating the cult it's something that i was finding out as uh, listening to this people would be like uh you know at work just like oh cult <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, so we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like when you tried to play the darkness at work, <laughs> or, or when Chris McMullen did, and I was like, what the was, fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> cult is for everybody. Yeah, yeah. When I told Jason Laramie that we were uh, we were going to cover this, and this is a little bit ago, he's like, oh yeah, I like that cult. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of what I said when he said, let's do this. I'm like, oh yeah, I like the cult. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'm I'm still surprised. And this record and, on, and I was like, oh, I know way more than I thought because they play these guys on my XM station all the time. The the, the second wave, first wave. I was listening to Richard Blyde. Yeah, playing the playing the hits. Uh, it's a terrible Richard Blade impression, but uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like Michael Caine, Richard Blyde. That was better. That was better. Yeah, that was good. I'm one. getting there. Anyway. But yeah, they they love these they love these guys on that show. Dig it. I smell a title track coming. They got three singles off of this uh, off of this album. Oh yeah, she sells sanctuary's got to be one of them. Huh? That's one of them. The other two start with an R. Rain for sure. Boom and revolution. Yeah, I wasn't totally looking at the playlist. Here we go. <laughs> title track. All right. Oh, remember when I said Pink Floyd? Oh! All of it! All of it! (laughs) You go, Billy. Fucking who's representing the Floyd at this point, anyway? Billy is, that's who. Plus, that's that's just fucking hell, right?
They got them mixed in there nicely in his vocals. Guitars yeah. are really the most forward out of everything, I yeah. think. This is for the aforementioned Camaro. Damn, fuck yeah. Did I hear a, we need a drink? Was that a cowbell? It wasn't, but I'll drink to this because I'm digging this third track. This third track's coming like a hammer. Listen to the sustain. Yeah, the fucking sustain. sustain. How is this not in like a Boogie Nights kind of movie doing cocaine off a table or something? Because like, just... two years later they wrote uh, Pour Sugar on Me. Everyone's cherry picking the cult's ideas. Big line outside Billy it. Duffy's door. Nikki yeah. Six, Phil Collin. Hey, what are you working on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I like what you did there. I'm seeing it. That is a cowbell, dude. Yep. It's got some tape on it. That's nope. a There's the fair light. <laughs> the cowbell setting. Ooh. It got a great mid-tone texture going on right now with those guitar stabs on you know floating over top of this yeah. i mean you know ian's singing in that in that kind of morrison range so yeah. gives the guitar the whole oh, high end the whole top end belongs this yeah. guy's belong to billy This is, is this, we're still dealing with uh, Mark Unpronounceable on drones at this point. Versus, is it? Marky Versus Marky Brizzy. Marky Breeze. Briz Marky. <laughs> Briz Marky on the, just doing a fine job. Doing a good, a hell of a job. I hope you got other work. <laughs> Poor Matt Soren. Yeah, hats off to Steve Brown, man. The guy, I mean, you could do Wham, and you do the the guy just is a great pop producer. Like, is a rock band that he got to throw his pop chops yeah. on. Yeah, that's why it's amazing. It's good songs. The sound is it's that it, um, sign of a good producer. You do it doesn't have to be one style of work or so. And right. even still, do you know who their next producer was on? Uh, or their pro- producer is, was on the next album? Is the next one Sonic Temple or? I don't know. Uh, I'm not good on my chronology. Uh, hang on, I wrote it down here. Yeah, I'm forgetting it too. Is it the one with uh, Firewoman? It's uh, it's Electric is the next uh, one. Okay. And then Sonic Temple, then I think Ceremony. All right. Rick okay. Rubin. Get the fuck out. Nope. Early adopter Rick Rubin too. Like that's that's, a, that's, that's like 87 right? Rick Rubin. Yeah, crazy, right? Shit, had he even done Slayer yet? I don't know. Wow. That is, that's like beardless Rick Rubin. Oh, yeah. That's no beard. <laughs> and he still has his uh, Long Island accent. Yeah. And he gets that yeah. and grew a beard and took his shoes off. I can't now he's a different guy. He's a different guy now. Yogi Rubin. 
which is also the name of a sandwich in one of his favorite delis. <laughs> the Yogi Ruben. And yeah, getting the Wawa pedal on, Billy. I think Dave Navarro was listening to that. Dee 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 Fucking right. There's just certain guys that know their way around the Wawa pedal. Yeah. You, know, you got Jimi Hendrix. You got Kirk Hammett. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of his essence. And uh, put Billy on the list. Frusciante. Oh, absolutely. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm kind of blown away because um, I didn't see the REM connection coming, but it was it was tickling somewhere. You hit me out of the blue with that Dave Navarro grab, and it, it was right the there. The reverb. The reverb. Also, the, <laughs> the, the, the way it'll, it'll climb up over. He'll solo up here. He'll solo down yeah, there. Yeah. A lot of three days in, in there. There was oh, a lot yeah, of yeah, three yeah. days in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which uh, Jane's Addiction is forming in 86. Yeah. They're, 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 they're right there. Up. This is on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, I like that a lot. Good, good third place. Good guitar chart. playing. Now it is time to break it down a little bit, and we're gonna we're gonna maybe get into some of that Native Americanism with uh, Brother Wolf. Mm. Colon semicolon. <laughs> is the semicolon the one with the comma on the bottom? The semicolon has a comma. Okay, it's very difficult to use. By the way, I never do it. It can, I, it's I just, it's no. it's a limb. Because uh, it's easy to use wrong, yeah. but and to once you get it, to overuse it. Oh yeah, then you just flaunt it like, oh, this motherfucker can use a semicolon. I went through a stage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, now I try never to use it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I unless I'm like in a hurry or something. Like even my text, I will, I will use an Oxford comma. It, it's polite, <laughs> and it also the comma is there to give your eye a break. And reading <laughs> digital screens yeah. is difficult. Come on, brother Wolf, sister Moon. There's a lot of semicolon talk in this one. Sideways squinty face with friends. <laughs> That's right. That's every time. Oh, you get, you get a live skin drum for that. <laughs> Gold skin drum. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's, it's a white buffalo skin. <laughs> The white, he that, stole that, it from that, he <laughs> stole it from Ted Nugent. <laughs> Ted made him have to go kill it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta make your own skin drum, man. <laughs> Listen, Ian, I like your people. They're noble. <laughs> I'm talking about the British. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Brother Ever wore a feather recording? Like you think? Oh, yeah, you think like, there's candles in the studio? There's candles and and like uh, handkerchiefs tied to the, and you just stick a little feather in the hanky knot. See, I think they did maybe have a little bit of this Aerosmith, but they went with like <laughs> like his 
he's playing very J- Joe Perry-ish right there. That's dead on. But like dark, yeah. you know? Like we're going to use reds and blacks, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and their artwork was always kind of different too. Like they got that like uh, Egyptian, yeah. like... Uh, <laughs> that sacred cheese shit. Yeah, man. They sound like onks. They were on some different shit. Like visually, like if you never listened to them, like visually, you might you might think there were like a goth band or like lump them in with the Cure or something. They're, yeah, they're, their visuals were uh, not what mainstream rock was doing. I guess in 1985. No, no. And look how it worked out for them. <laughs> You gotta do that in the 85. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> the reverb. It's all about the reverb. I'm actually, people say that's like a dated sound, and it is. You can tell exactly, but it doesn't stop me from loving it any less. Def Leppard's got some good stuff going on there. Yeah, I love a huge 80s drum kit. Too. Yeah. It, just it, just like that kind of drum intro. Boom, er, that, that break. Boom, boom, boom. They know what they're doing. They, they know what it sounds like. Yeah. And it's intentional. <laughs> Phil Collins was doing the same thing. It's killing it yeah. at the same thing. He's like one of the forefathers of that <laughs> 80s drum sound. He, he did, he's he got a big part of that. I think that whole gated uh, reverb on the snare thing was him. They're figuring out he how had to... all the ideas for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> how to make, how to make uh, big drums sound uh, tight, yeah. you know? Game two, 85. Yeah. It's something that I, I keep uh, uh, getting impressed with them. Um, is 85, they're, they're kind of on the jump. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a, as we already covered, there's going to be some copycatisms. I mean, some of them way more blatant. I mean, and you don't really hear from them anymore. But yeah. Everybody steals. That's the point. Just pick a bunch of different people to steal from and, and mix it up nice. Yeah. They're good at that. They're doing it. Yeah. They. I think they even get a little bit more Zeppelin-y in, in some of their later albums. I think Rick Rubin brought that on down there. <laughs> I don't doubt that at all. I'm pretty sure their the electric is a little bit more Zeppelin-y. Yeah. It's like... Watch Funky Monks. It's like an hour and a half of him trying to make the chili pepper sound Zeppelin. Yeah. Oh, Fairlight. Is it the Fairlight? That's got to be there the Fairlight. Bask in its glory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of getting getting those kind of stringy sounds. It's like almost orchestral. Yeah, you don't know where to place it. That's the Fairlight. Got the never-ending story patch on right now. Did they use a Fairlight for... Uh, did Queen use it for Flash? I mean, where... Have we heard the Fairlight before? I think so. I, I mean, think it's it, pretty... Especially... Toto? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I hear more you British people talk. I don't know about, about <laughs> Toto, Brodo. Um, give me a bro job later. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the only people I ever hear talk about the Fairlights is British dudes. So I don't know if you couldn't plug him in over here or something, yeah. maybe. 
You had to get a crazy you adapter. Get, oh, dude, it's a thing. Because yeah. you also have to get a step-down transformer. It's not just Don't the adapter for stuff. Like that. <laughs> Which was one of the least powerful transformers on the, the step-down. <laughs> was, that, was that a fart sound? Step down? Step down. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, sorry, mate. <laughs> he had to be British. His grill was all fucked up. Because <laughs> he keeps needing a charge because there's no plugs at work in the States where they're fighting. Oh, okay, geez. get some petrol. Making a point though. Unforgiven. <laughs> it's totally unforgiven. Yeah, we, we put some rain sounds over fucking riders, riders man. Office. Brothers of the Wolf. Still Brothers of the Wolf. Putting that fair light to good use though. Say. Yeah. For sure. Probably standout the, instrument on this one. It's probably the thunder. It is the fair light too. The thunder does the fair light. Probably the fair light does the thunder. It was like the. It was like a. I said it was like Pro Tools, but it was more <laughs> like a sampler. It was more like a, a real early sampler, and you could get. Oh, okay. And you could get those string sounds like it had, but it, it was right, more right. than just a. It was more than just a synth because yeah, I think you could sequence with it and stuff too, and they were expensive. Yeah. They were like. Got like it. buying a house. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And almost so, so, so in 85, was it was about 35,000? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a lot for an instrument. Yeah. So um, running on tape? Must be running on tape, no. right? Or did it have a, no, it was like this is a the beginning, beginning of digital. Digital, man. Just are, we starting a, are we starting the side podcast, beginning of digital? The beginnings of digital. <laughs> um, Gary Newman, Beggar's, uh, Beggar's, Beggar's Banquet. Oh, you know he's fucking it, up that Fairlight. There's got to be a connection with them being able to use something like that. Who, who do we got to? So, you you want a Fairlight guy? Like, <laughs> I fucking paid for that, mate. <laughs> yeah, wrote this so much. Fuck robots. Uh, yeah. uh, no shit, you want to quit use fucking a my robot. Get off my Fairlight. Get off. I said, get off my Fairlight, Billy. It's pretty good. Well, let's use on the one. Don't go an octave above high C. <laughs> fucking kill you, mate. That was like a rule. Uh, there's a note you couldn't play when you were uh, playing Royal Albert Hall because the foundation was so bad after the war. Oh, and the shit. bombings, like what? you couldn't play any note below. Like, no, uh, not on in your instruments, but there's a pipe organ in it. You know, you just, yeah, yeah. So you just yeah, have yeah. to build yeah, in pipe organs. Wow. And you, they wouldn't, you, you had to get like a special <laughs> dispensation from like Parliament or the Queen. To and it could some... happen like three times a year. And that was it. And then they, they mon. Oh, dude, that's amazing. You, like, I wish I knew what the actual note you could not pass was. Well, but it's, <laughs> I'm going to write that down. The note, yeah. the note you shall not pass. The is that, it's a Gandalf since, since note. British. <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> Royal Albert Gandalf Hall. Rule of <laughs> shit. It's the Royal Albert Hall rule of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's close out this album side, Chris. This song, Rain. This is this is the song I was saying was uh, uh, the darkness uh, really uh, closely paid attention to this riff for okay. uh, Open Fire. 
But this is the Billy Tone. Would I lie to you? Slightly slower than you think it should be. I think that's yeah. part of their sound. Yeah. And I didn't mean to like sound like I was dogging on the bass player because when you got a guitar player like that who's very melodic, you can't let the bass get super melodic. No. Because he's not a he's not playing. He plays rhythm too, but he was orchestrating shit there. That the, the bass line should be holding it down with the bass mm-hmm. drum, and he's gonna do all those melodies he was doing, which is what he does. Yeah. 100%. Just playing what he should. I, think, I didn't mean any disrespect. Yeah, I didn't take it as to, such, uh, you know. <laughs> James Stewart. Mr. Mrs. Well, Jared, I appreciate the apology. <laughs> but, uh... Um, I am a little, uh... Fuck, I lost At it. least he's mixed prominently where you can enjoy the bass. I mean, this is the beauty of a three-piece, too. Yeah. You're always mostly... Delayed pick slide. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's a little U2 here? There's a little edge in fucking Bono dynamic? And also uh, Clayton? I like, think, oh, yeah, right? This is... this is uh, Their rhythm section is very U2-ish. Yeah. Holding it down. Yeah. You're, you're making me think yeah, of that with, with that, your description. And Billy and the Edge and 85, listen, I'm sure, like game recognizing game, like from across the... They're both hitting stadiums at this point, both of them together. Yeah. They're kind of contemporaries. This, this carries, like you too, a stadium rock. There's, It's not crazy runs, not crazy um, complicated uh, compounding... Melodies. Yes. Good melodies. Like, Straight good melodies. They have that in common. Like Edge Moving will, air. Edge will write... Riffs you can sing, and that's what Billy does too. Yeah, it's part of the, it's almost as much of the hook as the vocals are. Yeah, and yeah, they would rewrite this song a couple more times in the future. Bringing <laughs> <laughs> those disco hats in. Tui in here. Oh yeah, there's the Sultanas coming in there. They're killing it. Yeah, it's very... Yeah, I get it, man. That fill, all of it, is very... Clayton and, and Junior right yeah. there. I'm trying to put my finger on the song now. Probably something off Unforgettable Fire the same year or something. I wonder what, uh, yeah, what you two had going on right here, and what they've already heard of for a year or two before that. Yeah. Well, but, listen, they, they, I mean, you two's got them beat on that front. I mean, they, they hit the scene in '79. So. For sure, and and but what you said earlier is still carrying through this, where it hasn't for some of the other artists that right. we've covered they're, on they're, the second album. Yeah, they're not you two air quotes yet. Mm-hmm. They're becoming maybe in Europe. They're also not stealing the shit. They're yeah. they're they're. Of it, you know, yeah. it's like a good it's guitar. Going around. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like what they didn't call it syphilis, snake bites yeah, yeah. in the in the Seattle underground. If you have kids, they call it snake bites and not syphilis. 
That's the cult brought to you by the next episode podcast. Hello. <laughs> this thing came, we said it came out in like 30 different countries. Yeah, yeah. Um, but stuttered over time because there were certain countries that wouldn't take it. And every time it'd go to a new country, or it seems, they'd add a little something, take a little something mm. away. But this is yeah. what we're listening to is like the core, right. you know, X amount of songs. What is it, 10, 11, something like that? The canonized 10. Yeah. 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 What else is going on in this fucking break we got 85? going here? 85? Shit, man. Let me tell you about 1985. Let me let me show you this top 10 chart. <laughs> let me get a look at that. Let me just tell you what's... <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're going to love this. Top Number of the 10. Pops. Fellow Long Islander. Billy Joel. Greatest Hits Volumes 1 and 2. Hell yeah. Because in, 80, in 85... He's been doing it for 10 years. Of course, you can have two greatest hits albums, you know, volume one and two. He's, this is Billy Joel in 85 with two great, greatest hits. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's insane. He didn't even do Start the Fire yet. I, I, yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a banger right here. Number nine, Brian Adams, Reckless. I was wondering if Brian this was around. record is timeless. Mm -hmm. That's just one of those. And big drums. Big drums. Yeah. Big guitars too. I guess it's it's kind of baked into me. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, that joke that Mike Myers made about uh, Frampton Comes Alive being issued to you yes. with soap in the mail. <laughs> yes. That was yes. for our generation. It was reckless. Yes. I yeah. I could pull that vinyl out in about twenty seconds if you made me. <laughs> Number eight, hometown heroines, Heart with their self-titled. I think that's the. Uh, Okay, this is kind of like the big hair, a big hit era yeah. too, though. Like, yeah, man, they yeah. had some, they had some hits, man. Like, never and uh, alone. Yeah, I mean, big, big time. Yeah, they're they're, they're they're getting hits. It's not their favorite era of the band because they weren't writing those hits, and and I can see it not meaning as much to you. Yeah, you, yeah, you know. you're just performing. Uh, listen, you, you, guys, still, you guys still wrote Magic Man, so <laughs> exactly. that's it's cool all money. It's that's all that's Bainbridge good. House money. We know Barracuda was you. Yeah, yeah, and we it's still, still great, you. killing still it. Still love you. And if you have not seen Ann Wilson sing alone live in the flesh, I don't think I have. Oh no, I haven't. Fucking pit shivers, man. I haven't been in the room with any of the Heart Sisters. Oh, no. Well, they're the drummer, though. Funny enough, when he played with Kings of Hawaii for a little bit in no the shit. early days in Seattle. Drum tech used to live two doors down, but he's dead. Rest in peace. Mm. Good guy. Didn't talk to him much. <laughs> Solid dude. Rest in peace. Number seven, Miami Vice soundtrack. So you got a lot of Glenn Fry, right? <laughs> a lot Smugglers of electric. Blues. Yeah. Is that, is that yes. The, yep. Oh, dude. Some Yan Hammer. When Glenn Fry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Those curls for the girls. Um, that drum sound is where they start pushing this sound here. You know, like mm -hmm. they, you know, big drums that are tight, tightly compressed, but still now carry as big drums. You just don't hear a lot of room in them. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it just gets, believe it or not, as we go further up the list, they get bigger. I mean, how's that work? This isn't, no, 85 is, is a crazy year. <laughs> John Mellencamp, number six, with Scarecrow. Okay, I mean this is that's prime Mellencamp right that's, there. That's he had a he had a window Mellencamp with the all spark. Yeah, <laughs> he had about a five six year window where he was yeah. he was killing it. Yeah, 
the nineties came. Everybody handled the nineties different. Well, that's that's when he decided to drop the cougar, right? Like he was cougar for a bit. Oh yeah, then... this is he's John Mellencamp. He's listed as that here. I don't know if that's retroactive because it's it, a website. Was cougar what? a family name? No, that was completely like he never wanted that. I think like management, yeah, the man they, made him take that. They put it on him. It's, authority always wins, dude. He told you right there. Number five. I mean, this record is at least a couple years old, I think, or at least. Born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen, number five. Oh, dude. And that's just still hanging out. Just like the riff in that fucking Relentless song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that album. That's, that's yeah. It's, is that anybody's favorite Bruce Springsteen album? It was in 1985, apparently. You had to. Had to. Mostly because you get to see his ass. And we don't talk about yeah, that that much. It's America's ass. Yeah, it's America's <laughs> ass right there. It's in front of the flag. Filling out those jeans. Yep. Do you, think he, had, do you think he had Taylor jeans, or, or did he... Those look like some 501s to me, man. Well, I just get them on home, and I boil them for about 20 minutes in the hot water. in 75. <laughs> of one of the gypsy lovers. I shit these <laughs> jeans. Switchblade brother. <laughs> yeah. Great jeans, great ass. Another great ass. In a different way. Sting, number four. Oh, yeah. He's one of the greatest yeah. asses there is, I believe. He's on so many levels, I imagine, but uh, it's... Every time he gets out his loot, I'll call him an ass. <laughs> um, Dream of Blue Turtles, if I didn't say, which is actually a pretty sweet record. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing about Sting. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's such an ass. Tears for Fears. Yes, Sting. Songs from great. the big chair. So you can put oh your my big gosh. ass in that big chair. We've covered this. We've covered We've got an episode from on the big this chair. Album. You can Check go back in time and find it. At, uh, you don't. If you're listening to this, you know where to find it. I almost... <laughs> Thank Let's you. Redirected you think, back to your phone. You're listening to this song. <laughs> you're welcome. Say thank you, Gilbert. Number two, Whitney Houston, with a self-titled Whitney Houston. Okay. This is the uh, it. So we covered my two love from this you. year. Yeah, that's right. But we didn't do this one though. We did her second album. I believe, I believe that's her first oh, album. Oh, I thought you just said Whitney. Whitney. Whitney Houston. We oh. did Whitney. See, we she did. Would Whit- like, oh, she, she does like that. Okay. Whit- just Whitney or Whitney Houston. Uh, you know, so okay. she likes to throw a curveball. She's this is yeah, this is definitely her first album. She got the like almost like a toga on or something. Give me one of them. Come correct with the ice, son. Number one. Yeah, obviously. I remember I mean this is talk about the just ubiquitous. Brothers in arms, dire straits, number one. Oh. The walk of life. Thank you for showing up, dire yeah. straits. Got the walk of life, which I always hated that. Talk about annoying riffs. That's, that's up there with Born in the U.S. Maybe do the walk. Do the walk song. alive. Hate that song. Love Dire Straits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Dire Straits is amazing. Yeah. Uh, she Got it? the Mark Jack Knopfler? is one of the worst songs ever, ever written. It's just terrible. But I like those guys. Yeah, see? Everyone gets a stinker of a hit. And who are we? It's a hit. Yeah. Sultan's a Swing. So, did you also write Sultan's a Swing? Did. You did. Romeo and Juliet. Come on. Dude, Brothers in Arms. Just a, just an absolute crusher of an album. <laughs> Tell me that's not their second. How it's long number, have they been around? It's number Always? One for, yeah. It's number like, one for a reason. Dude, you want to know something? Guaranteed Jesus listens to fucking oh. Dire Straits. Loves yeah. Mark Knopfler. The best. The best. <laughs> you yeah. know it. Like, Jesus, is, he's he's like humble bragging too. He's like, I told him not to use a pick. His finger style is for me. <laughs> but that's all I had to do with it. That's all I had to do. I, I swear I swear to dad. <laughs> Wow, that's a that's huge... a heavy chart right there, boy. Dude, do we continue the theme of heavy charts? I wish you would. David, do you know what? Do you know what this? Uh, 
<laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about movies. Do it. John Cusack shows up on the scene with oh, Better Off Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody threw away a perfectly good white boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we also run into uh, uh, young Val Kilmer in Real Genius. Oh yeah, love that movie. Still holds just, up. Just like Mel Brooks style slapstick <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, hilarious. Fucking ridiculous. Um, also ridiculous is Commando. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got knock a- knock. <laughs> Let some steam out. Yeah, with a young Alyssa Milano. Thank you. Um, and did, I- did we say that it was Radon Chong? <laughs> I said it was Radon Chong, but it's not. It's not Radon Chong. It's Strong. not Radon Chong. What was Radon? Radon Chong had a big movie in 85, and I'll find out what it is. See, well, one of uh, my favorite movie that Radon Chong is in is called <laughs> American Flyers, and it's a bicycle movie with I Kevin remember. Costner. Yeah, I remember. It's good. Yeah. It's still good. It's fun. Yeah. I, it's like there was those Except bike a, movies at the time. Except an aneurysm. Like Quicksilver was like the same time. Kind of. <laughs> Fucking Kevin Bakes, dude. Quicksilver. And Rad, of course, was somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah. Probably earlier, too. Fucking um, young kids running around in Astoria, Oregon. Oh, uh, the Goonies are going off right now. Yeah. Yes. Fucking Thanos. That's, that's a heavy crew <laughs> dude, right there. Heavy hitter crew. Yeah, you got Short Round, Thanos. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Samwise. Yeah. You got fucking <laughs> Corey Feldman. Oh, yeah. You got Corey Feldman <laughs> from Corey Feldman. Loved him in Dream a Little Dream. And his angels. And his angels. Yeah. Thank God for your work. Yes. Um, yeah, man. Everybody. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Martha, Martha Plimpton. Plimpton. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Martha Plimpton. I love yes. Martha Plimpton. Okay. But you know, I only saw the Goonies for the first time like three years ago. Yeah, but you knew it was around. It's, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. You know, avoid it. It's like some of these bands. Um, do you know who wasn't allowed to go on those adventures? Mm. Molly Ringwald, uh, Amelia yeah. Estevez, Anthony Michael Hall, busy. Judd Nelson, busy. Ali Sheedy, Having couldn't detention. make it. Mm-hmm. Smoking weed mm-hmm. in the library, which I'm like, wow, what kind of fucking school is this? Y'all just smoke weed in the library. Right, right. You, you can do it here now. I guess. Yeah. Chicago, I doubt it. Whew. Big, great movie. Yeah, yeah. Was that in Chicago? That's what happened. Uh, isn't every it, it, Hughes movie the- is in Chicago, right? <laughs> it's like in his contracts. Uh, would you say you had Emilio Estevez? Uh, oh, Judd Nelson. Yeah. I fucking love Judd Nelson. Yeah. To this day. Yeah. I proposed having uh, Don't You Forget About Me as a song for our, I think, junior, or no, our, no, our junior prom. Yeah. Now, I knew that that was pulling the trigger early, but, but. It was like, it's probably going to be something better next year. It didn't go over, yeah. which was fine. Senior year, I proposed, uh, I think, summertime roles from Jane's Addiction. There you go. That's that's where my head went from junior to senior year. As it should. I should have been listening to the cult. <laughs> I should have been listening to the Weren't cult. Weren't you just by osmosis? I mean, they're on MTV every five minutes. Well, you know what, you know what it strikes me as? Mm-hmm. It feels baked in. It feels like familiar, and you're yeah, like, oh, is. yeah. Why is Ian looking at me with all that familiarity? <laughs> it's just kind of like... pool, by the way. Thank you. I was very you excited that about down. that one. That's a great He Got Game. <laughs> so, uh, so Tom Cruise is fucking around in Legend. Yeah. Can't do a cartwheel, but man, that's the director's fault. He steps his game up a lot. He can better. do cartwheels now. Yes. <laughs> On buildings, flying <laughs> jets. A plane. Dude, you watch All praise to Xenu. <laughs> Zeno's making him be able to fly jets. I'm thinking about it. Uh, he's the best 
advertisement you could have for Scientology. Yeah. Guy's 90 years old. He's still hanging out the side of airplanes and he's going to space. No work done. Yeah. No, he looks good too. He looks great. Everyone who does not have work done looks good. Listen, you're already Hollywood actors and actresses. You're beautiful people. You're better looking than 99% of everybody else on the planet. Let it go, ma'am. You're going to be fine. It's Look very at Sophia true. Loren. Look at uh, Helen Mirren. Helen, thank you. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just do it. By the way, all people who had work done. <laughs> you including think? Tom. Including Tom. Tom's at work? Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, are you kidding me? He uh, gets okay. baby stem cells right, put into his cheeks and his that, eyelids. They get good work, I guess. Yeah, they get the good work. All right. They're get, not looking like the fish people. If you're going to get the work, get the good work. Yeah. That's that's what I my approach is with my teeth. Yeah. That's why it's taken forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's still, it's still holding still, that back. They're still mining the, the granite they're making your molars out of right now. <laughs> but they it got them in the tumbler right now to, to <laughs> polish them up. It's a three-month process. Fuck, dude. Unfortunately, it takes years to pay for it. You'll never be able to eat ice cream again. You ever watch the movie of The Legend of Billie Jean? With uh, the yep. lady from The Secret yep. of My Success? Yeah, God, what's her name? She's in a ton of shit. Yeah. Um, That's a killer movie. That was one that I saw like on HBO in 1986. Yes. And that was like the last time I saw it. Yes. Same. (laughs) But I saw it a bunch then. Yeah. I always (laughs) got confused between Billie Jean King and then Billie Jean the song and then the legend of Billie Jean. And it's not about Michael Jackson or the tennis player. No. It's like how Robin Hood movies come out. There's like three at a time, but only one gets to the theaters. But the other two are sometimes pretty good. Sometimes. Um, that's one of the pretty good ones. Weird Science comes out. Pretty Weird. good. Yeah. yeah. I, that's a that's a Hughes movie again. Yeah. Underrated. Because in Chicago. Little, little, for sure. You know he does most of right it was. Yeah. Could only have happened in 1985, actually. This is, uh, you know, I'll try to fucking get through these other ones quickly because we could talk about 85 forever and it's going to be familiar. It's a good time for us. Yeah. Um, Teen Wolf comes out. That's the last movie I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Good one. Okay, so what's going on in politics? Uh, Reagan. This, this Gorbachev becomes the Soviet Union leader. Yes. We got um, uh, the Rainbow Rainbow Warrior sinks. Okay, Greenpeace. Yep, that went down. Um, do you know how it went down? The whalers took it down. A whale hit it. Yeah, see? Oh, an actual whale said, what's get it? out of here. Scram. <laughs> Uh, the FDA... Uh, pe- it's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, FDA... sending ass. <laughs> you know those bottles are landing in the water <laughs> when you're throwing them against that Japanese ship. Anyway, uh, the FDA comes out with an AIDS uh, blood screen for donations. Finally uh, yeah. figured out we should test yeah. this. So, yeah. New Coke hits the uh, stands. That didn't go over well. Was that out by the next year? I It was, yeah. I thought it was weird that this next one... Don't worry, kids. That's the worst thing I'll ever put in your drink. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Going back to the old Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Kristen McCullough. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is what it listed, though. What? Was the first teacher to fly into space, or into, you know, on the space shuttle. And I, I was like, I, I think there's more. Yeah. Because she went up once, right? Before that? I don't think she went up before that. No, I think that was the only time. That was the only so time. Was that actually space? I thought it was funny that it didn't have a follow-up to that. Was that actually space? I mean, I'm not being 
I don't want to. I want to pick a nit. Listen, if you want to talk about science, it's, we're just—it's just science, right? Science, the space first teacher in the you could still heliosphere. I don't know what it, what he got. She she broke the ozone layer. I'll give her that. I don't think so. I'm not sure. She caused a hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> okay, listen, you can't prove any of that, so just move on. So it's all conjecture. Um, let's see. Uh, a joint effort. Between American the Soyuz and French, oh, would you say Soyuz? The uh, space station, right? No, no. <laughs> they found the Titanic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The underwater space station. But maybe it's a space station. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll never know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about it. It's pretty cool though. I remember the idea that them. Or, yeah, you know, we're fully they... online at this point. We're, we're making memories. Yeah, yeah. Gathering opinions and stuff. I yeah, it wasn't space. But um, let's start out the second half of this record. Please. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, we dedicate this one. Christy McAuliffe. <laughs> little stooges right there. That's a little stooges right there. Dog. There's a mother love bone song called Holy Roller. Yeah. This is this is the blueprint for that. Too. This is the I'm seeing a yet another avenue of blueprints coming off of this jam, and they're using it to start. The second half. That drum beat's a little funky, you know? They swing. Yeah. On this album, they swing a little bit. And Steve Perkins is totally known for swinging. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's just going like that egg, which he's also known for. I don't even know if I think Billy knows where he is in the song. He's just he's been yeah. on that wah pedal since yeah since the downbeat. He's on a journey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Sultana's back. You know, I'm loving how this album's mixed because they're they're not really taking too, you too far out of it. It's pretty consistent all the way. It's like they mm -hmm. got their mastering or their mix levels and we're like, okay, let's yeah. do every song it's like this. It's not overloaded. Like, Billy's playing a rhythm track and he's doing his lead. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Not a lot of doubling up. Again, line, line up Jane's Addiction, similar, yeah, you know, you it's the four piece. Three, you know, three piece and a singer, two piece and a biscuit. Ever had a song length solo? <laughs> yeah. Like the solo refuses to end. 
Uh, Ian's like, I'm going to sing some verses and choruses, but, uh, yeah. just, you know, I'll try to sing around your solo, Billy. I just like that bass line. It's, they're, letting, they're letting him funk it up a little bit. Yeah. Just, just a tiny bit. They turned him up a little. their fire based songs go I like this one the most I think so yeah good <laughs> yeah I think the guitar solo is coming up hold on there it is yep you're right dude I want women singing during my guitar solos I want backup singers to my guitar solo that is oh, when you yeah. know it's so Billy strong. just knew he made it that day mm-hmm so we're going to have the singers come in behind your solo. They're just going to uplift even... You're already playing mm-hmm. way up on the dusty end of the neck. They're going to be... take it to the next level. Yeah. They're going to be tied into the rhythm tracks. They're going to be showing up here and <laughs> have at it. That's so great. He, he, there must have been the conversation of, let me just solo through this whole thing. Let me do that like two, three times and <laughs> right. just fucking rip something. He hasn't stopped since it's, it keeps going. Relentless. Pedal is tired right now. It's like, just get off me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that It goes home. <laughs> he got sore and cracked a beer and, and sat in his lazy boy. It was like, fucking Billy. I like those song. rolls. Yeah, those are good rolls. On that snare drum. Guns and Roses would get backup singers. Yeah, you know, I just, I kind of just at that very end bit for some reason, I I flashed to uh, Rage Against the Machine too. Hmm. Um, They always had the best backup singers. (laughs) um, Guitar playing where it's just a lot of wah, lot of wah, lot of like, like where there's some sort of you know aggressive percussion coming and feels like they go like that. Yeah, I see it, I hear it, I feel it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. No bummers yet. I'm, I'm so we're, we're I know we're pitching a perfect game right here, <laughs> and there's only uh, four to go, dude. I'm ex- I, I'm excited for it because it, it's also there's some juicy stuff coming. Yeah, they, oh yeah, the big hit we even got to yet. They start this second half because it's an album. They knew how to snap somebody right back in and and nailed it. They nailed that decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole second half journey. A lot of good decisions being made in, this, in the making decisions. of this record. Hollow Man. Now, is that, um, speaking of Kevin Bacon. That's his movie. Yeah. Yeah. Is a Hollow Man a thing? Like, is that like a like a boogeyman or is it a, is something I should know about? No. I don't no, know about the Hollow no. Man. No, Shadow People, but not Hollow Man. Hollow okay. Man's, anytime it's singular, it's not real okay so so <laughs> yeah. yeah the tall man yeah the whatever the elephant man yeah because it's Fake. like honestly it's like santa it's like you just don't have enough time to scare everybody if no. you're one person yeah, yeah yeah you know even if you're an entity okay i got it hollow man the moth man not real they, they, yeah 
Oh, you wanted it there, didn't you? Just the bass. Just the tip came in. Oh! <laughs> oh! He's in it. He's all around it. <laughs> there we go. Full intercourse. Yeah. Almost mixed too low, though. Yeah. Like when he came in, he kind of had to kind of already know he was coming to be ready for it. Like he doesn't, it's not announced. Like your typical like lead vocal on a track like this comes in yeah. with gusto. Yes. Um, I don't know how it comes across on different mixes. Like once they start working with Rick Rubin or whatever. Yeah, I love, yeah. I'm gonna, that's something I want to check out listening to these, uh, to them in, you know. It's another REM comparison. Always soft, vo soft vocals on those REM records yeah. around this time. And maybe it's a thing around this time. Maybe it is. It's it's. There's a lot of guitar voice in it, and I, I would I would love to hear a little bit more on certain songs. But I also found whenever we've recorded together, once a, if you're paying someone, they're like, I set the levels. That's basically what you play to. <laughs> I don't know if they adjust levels a lot, or they just say, no, nope, we're gonna we're gonna take this. They did it in two months, so there's yeah, there's some time to be being spent. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a that's a nice amount of time to spend on a record that's yeah. not too long. It's not like fucking uh Fleetwood Mac taking a year and a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, two months is I mean it's and it's not Sabbath or Van Halen knocking it out in a week because they're animals. Right. right. It's the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. We'll put him in. I put Billy in the same maybe category as like Johnny Marr, as far as those real simple melodic great, great guys. Comparison. And you, I think you brought up Andy Summers earlier. The police came up, and that's the school we're talking about. The edges. Yes, the Summers is. Yeah. Yep. What's so fun about that uh, that drum line? He's doing clacks. He's doing yeah. stick hits. So he's got the stick folded over, and then comes in with it. It's a fun thing to do as a drummer. You don't have to do it anymore if you're yeah. recording. And um, this is '85. That with that live drum track. Yeah. This is how he played the drums that day. Yeah. This is what it sounds like. And it kind of even sounds a, a little bit more real, you know, or a room drums right. on this track. Yeah. The. Uh was it about the same time as the cult? You had the church with their Under the Milky Way tonight. Oh, That's yeah. on the, had the cool drums too, and like that same kind of real close to gothy. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe not, <laughs> you know? Had that drum sound though. It's a great British drum sound we're dealing with right here. I think this is a pretty British track. It's Yeah, they're a pretty British band. I gotta give it to them. This, I don't it? think this kid, in it? No. It couldn't, I don't think this would have been produced by America at this point. He's got a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes hard in the paint with the yes. Yeah, there's, uh, I already brought up Mother Love Bone, but it probably goes without saying that uh, Andrew, Andrew Wood, yeah. He, had yeah, yeah. Handle, he had a handle on some yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and and putting extra syllables and pronouncing words funny like yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my Andrew Wood would pronounce quarter right in the in the French quarter. <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> Child of the Watcher. <laughs> what accent is that? Child of the Watcher. Uh, yeah. I think Ian's got a bit of that. It's called putting your own stank on it. Yeah. Making it yours. Dude, I, I'm forgetting the story, but he blew up, um, I think, like their reunion tour or something. The, it seems like the cult got in the way of themselves. So they've had opportunities to, um, to, you know, just really blow. And they were, they're big anthem band and stuff. Like you said, even have, you know, guns, early guns and roses, um, open up for them. But there, there's as an entity, it seemed like there was something that was also pulling them. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's Ian, Maybe it's Billy. Maybe it's, it's Ian and Billy. Maybe it's Ian and Billy. <laughs> I mean, that would not be the first time in rock and roll that such a dynamic is produced. Sure. and I, Great I'm, music. I, I'm not sure how deep it goes and whatnot. You alienate the bass player mm -hmm. and the singer and the guitar player squabble over control. And, and we just swap drummers for a while. Yeah. We just, we just classic, spin drummers through here. Classic story. It's all right. See how it sounds? It's all right. And, well, second album. I mean, this is like on the up. It's what's so dynamic. What is so fun about these is uh, this is there's a narrative starting to form. Yes. Won't you join us on this <laughs> next episode? Second album. <laughs> so we've been delving into it for the last three years and many more because we found out there's a lot. <laughs> there is many, and we get here at least three more years. Can I play Revolution? Please. That are almost like, and take this in the spirit in which is it? It's like if Sonic Youth had their shit together, <laughs> <laughs> they can make sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah, there have, there's some fuckery with panning in those string attacks. Yeah, it's panning across the. You do cool shit like that when you got a three piece. Yeah. You almost have to. Yeah. You have to either do that or you have to be Band of Gypsies and it doesn't matter. Sure. You're in the studio uh, pulling these maneuvers in two months. Those those yeah. are inspired, you know, like, well, you know, worked in in, in rehearsal kind of stuff. Now, okay, I'm, now I've got the opportunity to string above the nut, you know. Yeah, you're going to try the little whittlies. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Is that pixie just fall down the yeah. stairs in my right ear? They also got a keyboard or the fair light going on, and, and it's a. It's not that string. It's not the string pad in the back, but there's like a synth bit that comes in. It just. <laughs> I don't. Comes in like, for like a half hour or so. Works it. Works I temporarily. Like it. I don't like it. It's not <laughs> happening right now. But oh, that one. Yeah. Hey, hey. 
Is it a guitar? Are you here? It's like that bell chimey thing behind mm-hmm. it. It's it's I'm in some song you. I don't like, and so then it taints it for like I can't put my finger on it. Oh, oh, you're referencing another song that it bothered you in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this yeah, it's not my. Okay, I'm not gonna call it a bummer because we're we're going for that we're going for that perfect game. Yeah. But this was like whew, he 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 caught that right at the right at the fence. It was almost going out. It was almost going out of the park. But this, you better yes. thank you. Gonna yes. buy that center fielder a beer tonight for right. saving your perfect uh, game. But you need that for the drama, right? For sure, absolutely, Come absolutely. Don't want to watch somebody waltz into a perfect game like that. Yeah. Yeah, this is just too, and maybe. It's stuff that came after it, baby. Because all the stuff that this reminds me of is probably from like the later '80s. Okay, yeah. There's a little Z guys battle, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> you wondering like, hmm, yeah. did this inspire stuff that annoys me? Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Uh, I mean, you see head flips with long yeah. raven hair, like you said, happening during this song some of those, kind of deal. Some of those songs you feel it, that, but maybe. Yeah. It's, some of those songs on that heart record we brought up on the top 10 had this sound too. Yeah. Like it, was, it was just going around. So maybe like uh, inspired by Jefferson Starship. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, but, yeah. but not as busy. Or like solo uh, Robert Plant at this point. That fair light coming in with the okay. for the melody, I'm in the mood. Oh, okay. You know, that's, it's yeah. Not my favorite Plant era either. Mm-hmm. 80s were rough. Like people talk about how people handled the 90s. Yeah. The guys like Robert Plant had some of them had a hard time adjusting to the eighties. Yeah, for sure. They couldn't all be Phil Collins, you know. Well, you know what? We a lot of people got sold on shoulder pads. Phil Collins, <laughs> all of Genesis. They had the most shoulder pads per capita of any band in the eighties. Fuck, dude. Mike, you know Mike Rutherford. He, I swear, he had two on each shoulder. He. He looked like yeah, he looked like yeah, yo, you're so he you like Clarence Clemens in, in Bill and Ted's. That's what he looked like. Right. <laughs> Not just Rufus, but the big man. <laughs> this is this song is the musical equivalent of shoulder pads. And that's what I feel. That's, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> But it's nice to see, it's nice to hear the ladies again. Yeah, uh, Sultanas are always welcome. Killing it. They got a solo album. They show up anywhere else. You see that in our know. research. It's also a little Pink Floyd ish. Yeah. Well, that's just in the stew. Yeah. That's uh, Pink Floyd's in the stew. A lot, lot of, lot of bands are in the stew. And you know, mi- Billy's mixing it. Billy's mixing the stew. Yeah. There's some diverse interests in this band. I appreciate that. Can't have everybody into like you know. That's how you end up with like hardcore ska bands. You know, everyone's into the same exact fucking thing. And it's yeah, like, you know, yeah. That's how the stray cats happen. You know, <laughs> it's just <laughs> gotta have varied influences. Brian sets their orchestra for a yeah. later degree. Yeah, get out of here, squirrel nut zippers. <laughs> I don't care. Don't, don't be a hardcore anything, you know. Don't be a hardcore anything. Like mix it up, right? Well, that's something that was fresh about Jane's addiction. I know we come back to it. Drink, yeah. um, <laughs> art band. 
You know, you're allowed to go over this way. You're allowed to go over that what way. You, you want Dave, Dave Navarro can solo up him. here, solo down there. I'm Brandon not mad really at him, but that. if I'm getting like real close to where I'm going in the car and I know I only got like 10 minutes and I know that maybe I won't get to this next song, I'll skip through that one. To get to this? To oh, yeah. To this next one. For, for sure. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean. You know, I do that with Wish You Were Here sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I don't listen to all of Welcome to the Machine. Right. <laughs> I, it's a good song. Glad it's there. Pretty wicked uh, solo by uh, uh, Richard Wright on the keyboards. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if it's going to get in the way of me hearing uh, the title track or something like that, yeah. or, you know, yeah. uh, shine on uh, seven through nine, you know, <laughs> come on. Yeah, but I think everyone would skip to this next track because this is the track. And this here we got our our man Nigel Preston is back. He's on the skins for this one. This is a <laughs> Nigel jam. Let me add it. <laughs> The snare heard around the world right there. <laughs> Super recognizable bars. Yeah. A little acoustic right here. Tick chang chang. Oh yeah, they this is where they found their special sauce. Yeah. And like every album after this just kind of contains the seeds planted right here. I think so. Or maybe like a Rolling Stones riff or something. But, uh... And you got to end this. You got to end the album with this track. No, you can't put it anywhere, anywhere in there. No, nope, this is the penultimate. We got one more after this. Except you didn't They're let killing me finish. You. They're killing you. You, with to- you totally didn't let me finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have the floor. No, yeah. crank this shit. It's awesome. <laughs> A descending line. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a descending yeah. line. This is one. This one sounds so good. I've got to put it with like hysteria as far as like the yeah. '80s albums that just produced to fuck. They yeah. sound amazing, whether you got cocaine or not. Right. It's just across the board. I don't know. I don't know what kind of shenanigans are going behind the scenes and how the how the but you know beggars banquet is set up, sire to a degree. Sire's also got the Cure and Depeche Mode and, and yeah. you know, of the, the hip, like in here. Hip label. Don't know how they do business. Yeah. But this thing is just cranked out, tight, consistent all the way through for yeah. for the way it's produced. And I don't know if this one's mixed a little different for, for being the single, but the vocals are up where they belong. Yes. It, and I think it's... Joe I, Cocker lifting them up where they belong. You totally right and not when the guitar is really playing in that frequency no nope. he's, he's on the back burner right there just yeah. chugging they just take turns yep. they're playing they're playing tennis they're rallying and take it billy oh. <laughs> just riding that bit that's michael anthony back yeah, there dude, that is <laughs> 
That is British Michael Anthony. That is, I'm sorry, James Stewart, but you are now the, the British Michael Anthony. And, you know, take it as a compliment. Yeah. God bless you. Do and you have a mullet? I bet. Okay. I bet. Because this is a long hair band. Yeah. I don't know if oh, he yeah. did, but. they. they uh, Billy's had haircuts since, but he had a, a luxurious mane. Yeah. I mean, this is, he's one of those guys. Okay, listen. Yeah. I told you I was going to slobber, <laughs> slobber on the guy. Yeah. Now's the time. Come on, he's better looking than Ian. Before there's he, a next what, song. He's got one of those other, that's one of the other dynamics. When the guitar player is better looking than the singer. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, yeah. That creates tension too. Yeah. It's um, it's what kept the. That's uh, why me and Ben never got along. That's right. That's he's better looking true. than me. <laughs> Andy was too, and that's why I was glad he left. Good looking ass Andrew. Looking like, he looked like uh, Ashton Kutcher, like if he knew math. Right. <laughs> Too good looking to be my guitar player, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Get him out of here. Fuck out of here. <laughs>
you're talking to a previous MC Sacred G. It's true. I'm transitioning transitioning into you know Professor Excellence. And I, I support your transition, Professor I, Excellence. You know what? When I reached out to you, I was appreciative of that. <laughs> and I mean, that's mostly a fair warning thing, which is our other podcast yeah. with El Pagano. <laughs> we have uh, monikers, or uh, they're not nom de plumes if we're not writing anything right so what, I, what I we call know. a radio name we, we write all the time i guess we just yeah. don't put it on paper we write digital. stage name do you know we, we write digital like the worm the worm god yeah fucking dune 100 percent. putting on ruby lith <laughs> digital ruby lith the ruby cosmos lith. yeah ruby lips what was he called ruby sheets remember that in dune Oh, the stuff they would record things on? Yeah, all of his thoughts yeah, all the time yeah, that yeah, were super thin. They're on like the little uh, Superman crystals. Yeah. You put them in the... Tube. I always saw them as sheets of paper that were super thin. Uh, I always saw them as crystals and like Marlon yeah. Brando could pop up in any minute. There may be a crossover. Yeah. With everything I learned about the Cults album tonight, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there was a Superman Dune crossover somewhere. Never thought about it, never put it together, not sure if it's there. And like the number 23, it may show up anywhere you start trying <laughs> to look for it. Or 117. Unless we forget. There's the Fairlight. No, but it's just background singers. Yeah. <laughs> but what there is, is that is the snare run. He's doing just the bass drum as the root. And he's doing that. Funeral march. Yep. In three, honestly, in three, four time funeral march, like you crush it. Drumming, it always works. Yeah, that's like a harp. Yeah, that's a fair light doing a harp. But. Well, I wonder if those those high string are maybe uh, you know uh, on the uh, on the the headstock of the Fred guitar. But like tuned, you know, because they're def- they're not just um, randomly, you know, blown up there. This but it's a it's a tight string though, right? Yeah, Fairlight. I'll put it in. I'll put anything to the Fairlight on this one. This is like a funeral song. I like it. I like when records end on like the slow burn downer. Yeah. gives Billy another chance to get a couple sweet riffs in right before the end. I think you're going to find like a good football team. Billy's been soloing more than he's been not soloing <laughs> on a lot of this album. He's a bit of a ball hog. But you know, if you're you LeBron, know, you're LeBron. Yeah, he, right. <laughs> Just like that, folks. That's all they got for you on this one. Boy, that's a killer album. That's a good That's a good one. That's a no hitter. Yeah, that's a no hitter. Yeah, it was a it's it's a it's a close no hitter, but it's a no hitter. Sure. One. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to him. I mean, yeah, that's a nine point five. I'm gonna go with you on that one. Everything from tone, production, and song arrangement, just tight. I wouldn't switch anything yeah. around, and if I was, it would be nitpicking. Yeah. And I don't I don't I haven't even thought of that. And we need to normalize. Liking the cult. Because you you know you already do. Thank you. You just got to reignite you. your love for the cult. Mm-hmm. Realize that it's in your DNA. If you were born after 1972, you right. were genetically predisposed to feel this shit. Yeah. So. It's like platelets. Yeah. It's in you. It's important. 
<laughs> I knew what platelets were. I also feel like now I want to talk to more people about the cult. <laughs> I, I want to play it. I, I want feel to play a t-shirt coming. I feel a I cult t-shirt coming. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are we gonna are we gonna design it on this episode? No, not on this episode. All right. I'll be wearing it on the next episode. Y'all come back now. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. You're listening to the TNE Network. Hey.